All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Ben Greenfield. I'm the Get Fit Guy. And in today's episode, we're going to continue talking about sleep and your waistline. If you missed episode number 299, in which we talked about how too little sleep can make you fat, you can go to quickanddirtytips.com and just do a search there for episode 299. Today, we're going to talk about how too much sleep can actually also affect your waistline. So let's talk now about sleep and fat, shall we? So in last week's post, like I mentioned, you learned exactly how not getting enough sleep, less than about seven hours a night, can cause fat gain, muscle loss, and an inability to control your appetite, along with increased risk for a host of chronic diseases like diabetes and obesity. But the solution here is definitely not to begin sleeping as much as you possibly can. Oversleeping may seem like a good idea to fight off the fat gain that can accompany under sleeping, but it's been shown that sleeping in excess of nine hours per night can be just as damaging to your sleep cycles and your waistline as not getting enough sleep. And in this episode, I'm going to tell you why. People who oversleep experience a disruption in the body's natural 24-hour biological cycle, also known as the circadian rhythm. And because of this, oversleepers get a number of side effects as their body struggle to sync up with the correct time. And this leads to a host of health issues associated with oversleeping, including blood sugar fluctuations, cognitive impairment, higher body weight, depression, increased levels of inflammation and pain, impaired fertility, higher risk of obesity, diabetes, heart disease, stroke, and all-cause mortality literally risk of death. Now, lots of these oversleeping consequences directly affect fat loss, and we can take a look at a few of them here. For example, blood sugar fluctuations. Now, glucose tolerance refers to your body's ability to process sugars, and something called impaired glucose tolerance is associated with insulin resistance. We talked about that in part one of this series, episode 299. Now, that's a risk factor for type 2 diabetes and heart disease, and one Canadian study actually looked at the lifestyle habits of a whole bunch of people over six years, and they found that people with long and short, sleep durations were more likely to have impaired glucose tolerance and diabetes. Another more recent review of diabetes and sleep studies also found a significant relationship between increased risk of type 2 diabetes and oversleeping. Weight gain is another issue. Using the same data as the Canadian study I just mentioned, researchers also found an association between weight gain and excess sleep. People who slept 
more than nine hours a night actually gained more weight than normal, meaning seven to nine hour sleepers, over a six-year period, and they were more likely to experience a significant weight gain. As a matter of fact, people who consistently slept over nine hours a night were shown to be 21% more likely than normal sleepers to become obese. Next is inflammation. Now, chronic inflammation is linked with increased risk of a host of issues like diabetes, heart disease, and Alzheimer's, and getting too little or too much sleep can significantly contribute to inflammation. Inflammation is usually measured by the levels of cytokines called C-reactive proteins, or CRP. Now, one study compared CRP levels and sleep durations in a large group of adults and found that long sleepers have elevated levels of inflammatory markers. Elevated CRP was seen in Caucasians who slept less than five and more than nine hours, Hispanics who slept more than nine hours, African Americans who slept less than five and more than eight hours, and Asians who slept more than nine hours. It's interesting how genetics affect sleep cycles, but it appears to be consistent that sleep abnormalities really do increase inflammation. Another study showed that female long sleepers had 44% higher levels of inflammation compared to women sleeping 7 hours, and yet another study showed that inflammation increased by 8% for each additional hour of sleep beyond 8 hours a night even when adjusting for factors like body mass, age, and sleep apnea. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. Now, what causes this type of oversleeping? Well, sometimes it can be a sign of depression, but it can also be caused by drugs or medications considered to be downers like Ambien or Valium, excess alcohol intake, or even obstructive sleep apnea, a condition that causes you to stop breathing repeatedly during the night, and that requires more hours of sleep to feel rested at the end of a night of constantly interrupted sleep. There's even a name for the medical condition of habitual oversleeping. It's called hypersomnia and is is related to a host of side effects like anxiety and irritability and lack of energy, loss of appetite and memory loss. But of course, there's also this chicken and egg question of whether oversleeping causes all the type of harmful conditions you just learned about or whether those harmful conditions cause oversleeping. Well, frankly, some studies indicate getting too much sleep can trigger certain problems, while other studies show that oversleeping tends to be a byproduct of co-occurring diseases or illnesses. Now, research notes that more healthy people may simply need less rest, while unhealthy people might need 
more rest. The field of sleep science is still looking into the cause and effect relationship between oversleeping and health, but until then, there are definitely several research-proven habits and steps that can promote better quality sleep and a healthy sleep duration, whether you're an under- or an oversleeper. And these healthy sleep hygiene habits include, number one, if you're taking a medication or supplement that causes excessive excitability or drowsiness from caffeine to antihistamines, consider stopping the medication or supplement or changing the timing of it. Talk with your doctor about that. Number two, go out of your way to get exposure to large amounts of natural sunlight in the morning and then limit your exposure as much as possible to blue light and artificial light in the evening. And that's not rocket science. You just got to do it. Number three, Keep alarm clocks out of arm's reach and even consider getting one of these dawn sunlight emitting alarm clocks, which wake you with natural light rather than a blaring alarm sound. Number four, establish a sleep schedule and stick to it. Even on the weekends, oversleeping on a Saturday or a Sunday can inhibit your ability to re-establish a normal sleep cycle on the weekdays. Number five, shoot for about seven to nine hours of sleep a night and avoid excessive naps, especially in the later afternoon or the early evening as those type of timed naps make it more difficult to fall asleep at night and can result in oversleeping. The same goes for excessive caffeine and blue light exposure close to bedtime. Now, those are just a few simple suggestions on how to limit undersleeping or oversleeping so that your lack or excess Zs don't expand your waistline or keep you from losing fat. I've got a lot more advanced information over at bengreenfieldfitness.com on sleep cycles and sleep biohacking and a really good article called How Sleep Cycles Work that I'd recommend you read if you really want to geek out on this type of sleep issue. So for that, just go to the show notes over at quickanddirtytips.com and look for this episode that you're listening to to right now. It's episode number 300. And if you have questions, comments, or feedback about how too little or too much sleep can make you fat, you can join the conversation over at facebook.com slash getfitguy. And until next time, I'm Ben Greenfield, the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. Go get fit.